Hey everybody, you're listening to the MTG in Quarantine podcast. Before we begin, I'd like to give a quick shout out to the cast local game store, Guardian Games. You can find Guardian Games at ggportland.com. And also before we begin, I'd like to give a huge shout out and thank you to the awesome people who have supported me over at patreon.com slash MTG in Quarantine. So thank you to Mr. Big Benz, Anomaly, Draco Lucian, Neo Royal, Nick S, Infamous Fridge, Frugal Brutal, and Jen of the Filthy MTG Casuals. If you'd like to help me make more awesome content, head on over to patreon.com slash MTG in Quarantine for more information. Today's episode is another entrance in the Lightning Build series, where normally MJ brings on awesome guests from the community to build, for your entertainment pleasure, a legend that they know nothing about on the spot. But today, I have on my special guest, I'm not MJ, I'm Mono White Border, a.k.a. Peter, and I brought on MT- MTG in Quarantine, a.k.a. MJ, to uh, to take part in his own sadistic mind game of the Lightning Build series. MJ, how are you? Yo, Peter, what's up? <laughs> uh, before we begin, do you want to like shout out your content or something? I don't know, maybe people aren't fully aware of what you do. Yeah, so uh, I want everyone out there to know that you can find my blog on Mono Black. You can find it at monoblackborder.weebly.com where I talk about all sorts of amazing mono black legends like Gristlebrand or Gristleband, as I like to call him. You know, totally fair magic. You know, Gristlebrand, Necropotence, uh, Yogmoss Bargain, you know, just all the really cool black border stuff all in one place. You can find me on Twitter at Mono Black Border. <laughs> so as you all can see, we're having a little fun here. As uh, I had challenged MJ the last time we talked that he needs to do his own lightning build. So MJ, I've come up with, uh, I'm taking you back to your roots here, but I made sure uh, alternative to what your alter ego makes it sound like, uh, you're not the most spiky player. So I brought out the jankiest of jank that I could possibly think of. Okay. And a legend I've always wanted to build myself. Your legend today is Uwamori of the Open Fist. Uwamori oh, damn it. Is two green green <laughs> for a 5 5 trample legendary creature human monk. When Uwamori of the Open Fist enters the battlefield, each opponent may put a legendary creature card from his or her hand onto the battlefield. MJ, take it away. <clears throat> Damn it, Peter. <laughs> <laughs> I was totally expecting this reaction. <laughs> I mean, first you try to take my show, then you give me a mono green legend. Oh my god, that, that that's just great. <clears throat> so to, you have to embrace what you have come to fear. <laughs> I, I it's not that I fear the mono green. It's just that it's I've been a little bit out of practice with the mono green, you know? <laughs> yeah, you gotta so, go back to your roots. <clears throat> All right, everybody. So Iwamori of the Open Fist is a really interesting legend because everyone else gets to put a legendary creature card onto the battlefield when Iwamori hits the battlefield. And <clears throat> I don't know. I just don't like that kind of downside. What I do like, however, is the 5-5 five five body with Trample for 4. So I think what I'm, <clears throat> I'm going to do here is... Um, kind of go in on going full Voltron here. Obviously, there's a really big downside to wanting to uh, get creatures on the battlefield here. 
so or get my commander on the battlefield here. So I'm going to try to make sure that my opponents don't get many opportunities for uh, my commander to have to come back out on the battlefield. So I'm going to be utilizing all sorts of our favorite kinds of cards here. Um, things like giant growth, uh, you know, other things that give my creatures plus something plus something. Um, <clears throat> you know, running various kinds of creatures that support this tribe. Again, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of just stalling for time as I try to think about what I'm mm -hmm. talking about here. Um, you know, going into Scryfall, creatures getting plus X plus X, you know, things like that. So, one moment, like well... As <laughs> Aspect of Hydra is one that comes to mind right away for me. That's one in a green, I think, and gives plus X plus X equal to your devotion to green. So with Uomari, it's slightly worse than a giant growth, but if you have any other creatures that go with it, then it can make him a really huge attacker. Mm -hmm. So uh, things like Clothus' design. It's a sorcery for five and a green. We use creatures you control, get plus X plus X until end of turn, where X is your devotion to green. I seem oh, to recall yeah. that uh, Gabe, Ace, aka Isotep, uh, dumpstered us a month or two ago with this card. Um, yep. So, you know, no, no biggie, no biggie. Um tribal unity is another card uh, creatures of the creatures of the creature type wow that's confusing of your choice get plus x plus x until end of turn for x2 Whoa. and a green so um if if you say human or monk i, I think honestly i think human might actually uh be the better one here because um then you can give iwamori of the open fist ooh, ooh, ooh hey here's a good one um Put in Champion of Lamholt into this, yeah, <laughs> in, 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 into this build because again, a human, so it will work with uh, something like Tribal Unity, and it's also going to get bigger as the game goes on to may hopefully make Iwamori, you know, unblockable or something. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> just really important things to try to be able to get. Uh, oh man, just so so many cool things you can do with this card. Obviously, Overwhelming Stampede is great. Um, something like Elder of Laurels is pretty good. It's, uh, again, a human advisor for two and a green. It's a two, three. Uh, has for, and for three and a green, activate ability. Target creature gets plus X plus X until end of turn, where X is the number of creatures you control. You could run something like Gigantomancer, maybe, um, which is a, you know, a one, one for eight mana, but <laughs> it has an activated ability for where what you pay one mana and target creature becomes a seven seven until end of turn well Iwamori at being at that point for one mana becoming a seven seven with trample uh that that's pretty good especially if you can find ways to be able to boost that power and i mean since trample's already on there makes me think uh again giant growth works really well is it invigorate i think is the one where you can uh let's see do you discard a forest is, is yeah. that what it is I think you have somebody gain four life with Invigorate, but you're okay. dealing commander damage, so that doesn't matter. Yeah, so, 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 so giving your commander plus four, plus four for a few mana, um, I'd probably run effects like Rancor in here, you know, so then if Iwamori does happen to die, or when it when it does die, you know, I'm still going to get some value, going to get the card back. Just interesting things like that. I'm going to be running ways to be able to sacrifice my commander, I'll be running things like Greater Good, Momentous Fall, or Momentous mm -hmm. Downfall, mm -hmm. sorry. So that in case Iomori does get stopped by either a pesky maze of it, or if someone's using trying to use a kill spell against my five five human monk, um, they can bite it. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. <laughs> greater good, momentous fall, so good when your commander's a four mana five five. That's like so 
those cards are normally not that efficient because you have to put some amount of mana into your creature that's big and then sacrifice it. And Uamori is a really efficient 5-5. Five, five. Yeah, I, I just want, I'm trying to think, honestly, Peter, if there's a way to be able to utilize that second line of text right there for uh, for some... Excuse me, for some kind of sadistic gain, I think. Um, you know, forcing people to put legendary creature cards from their hand onto the battlefield. Um, you know, what was it uh, Fitz who was playing Phage? I uh, think that'd be kind of cool. <laughs> it's like, hey, yeah, um, by the way, uh, you're allowed to play Phage now. <laughs> yeah, um, if you want to. <laughs> yeah, but uh, let's see, there... There aren't a lot of threatened effects. Actually, there really aren't any any threatened effects in green. So I guess really what you can do with this is in order to protect Iwamori of, of the Open Fist, I think I would actually use a lot of fight spells in mono green. Mm-hmm. Um, I think what I would be trying to do is using something like Band Together, which is an instant for two and a green out of my very first set, War of the Spark, which basically says two creatures or up to two creatures can deal their combined power as damage to another creature so i think that if i can force my opponents to put you know hopefully decent legendary creatures onto the battlefield hopefully iwamori can force them to punch each other in the face well i'm technically not taking any of the harm so it's it's a bit of a risk honestly uh things like rabid bite or uh, again <clears throat> prey upon is fairly good i think that may be creatures i control though but the uh Oh, let's spin the wheel on it. This one again, Scryfall here, real quick. Uh, so, so we're looking for fight creature, right? Yeah, something that comes to mind is like Frontier Siege. No, that's only creature with flying under your control. Oh, so ooh. A- another really good card that actually that Scryfall just popped up. Azuri's Predation would be perfect for this deck. Yeah. And Azuri's Predation, for those who don't know, is a sorcery for five green, 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 and reads for each creature your opponent's control, create a four, four green beast creature token. Each of those beasts fights a different one of those creatures. So it's basically, it's a fight spell, it's a token generator, and everyone knows how much I love generating tokens. And it's just a a way to be able to spam the battlefield with a whole bunch of beasts. If you if you're able to do something like heroic intervention with this um, to save all of your beasts from being destroyed, well, all of a sudden, if you can toss down an overwhelming stampede, which if you've been aggressively ramping throughout the game, you hopefully have enough mana to play all of this stuff in the same turn, right? Hopefully then Iomori starts becoming plus, you know, six, plus seven, plus eight. Um, Just, you know, if you've been using some other sorts of pump effects or equipment or something, you know, I, I feel like Peter is, I kind of want to utilize some combat tricks, but also a few pieces of equipment here too. Um, something like Black Blade Reforged would be pretty great, especially in Mono Green, where we do have a, a lot of access to, to Artifact Ramp. We do, unfortunately, we don't have access to Scar the Rage Pits. That would have been another big thing that I'd be using for Gruul. Uh, but... Uh- <clears throat> There I are. like Vorak Battle Horns. You could include that. Equip creature as trample and can't be blocked by more than one other creature. So give it that true, like, challenger feel. Mm-hmm. That's definitely true. Definitely true. <clears throat> yeah, th- th- there's just so many great pieces of equipment out there for, uh, for Voltron commander damage. Man, what yeah, so- else is good? So you got we got uh we got the Voltron strategy coming in with like targeted we got pump spells protection spells to make sure that 
we don't lose our commander. Some equipment and enchantments to help give us a consistent buff on Umori. We have kind of like a human tribal sub-theme with Captain of Lamholt um, and some other humans that help buff um, our commander. Well, we got Azuri's Predation as a possible green board wipe. I mean, you're, you've got all the pieces coming together here. Is there some lands that you can think of maybe um, that would be kind of good additions to this deck to really help accentuate some of the features we got going on already? Hmm. Oh, yeah, I did want to add that uh, when I was just looking here in the last moment, a card like Quietus Spike is actually really good. As long as Iwamori mm -hmm. hits and Quietus Spike is attached, all of a sudden, defending player loses half their life total. So that's a really spicy include. I could even run Infect if I wanted to. Triumph of the Hordes is a card. I could run, um, again, obviously we can't run um, some of the usual standards because those are in black, unfortunately. But there, there is a fair number of Infect creatures. I'm sure I could figure out. I'm sure I could probably throw in a piece of Infect or two if I wanted to. But again, that's beside the point. Uh, as far as leaning into the dark side now, as good, far good. as <laughs> Peter, what have you done to me? <laughs> I'm uh, I'm starting to spout nonsense now. <laughs> what have you done to me? Uh, okay, so so f let's see. So for interesting, oh wow, I forgot that apparently when you put in green for lands, it shows you anything. Apparently, even lands that don't tap for green because every land is colorless. Aha! Yeah, so. I Oh man, that's that's just dumb. Well, <clears throat> I will utilize something like Arcane Lighthouse, which is a land that taps for colorless and turns off creature hexproof and shroud, which is always really nice, especially for those fight spells. I'm gonna, I'm going to be mm -hmm. running. I want to make sure that if my opponents, especially those legendary creatures that they're putting out on the battlefield, have hexproof shroud. I mean, I see Geist of Saint Traft in my playgroup all the time, and you know what? Hexproof really bothers me. So Arcane Lighthouse just turns that off and allows me to utilize my 5-5 commander to be able to beat the crap, hopefully, out of my opponent's stuff. Um, Balaged Recovery is obviously really nice, the flip side. Balaged Sanctuary, obviously, that card from Zendikar Rising, one of the flipped lands, that's really, really nice. Um, Blighted Woodland is pretty cool because you're able to continue ramping, especially after mm -hmm. you finally hit five lands, which is, you know, honestly... If you're able to ramp, ramp, ramp really quickly, you're able to, uh, you know, just get some extra value off there. Maybe get some landfall triggers if that's what I'm looking for. I don't know. Uh, just, yeah, so many cool things that I can do with that. Let's see. What else do I want to do? I could run something like Centaur Garden, too. It's a land that uh, taps add green to your mana pool, deals one damage to you, but it does have threshold. And if I've been running through things like Giant Growth, Invigorate, etc., etc., if I pay a green and tap and sacrifice Centaur Garden, I can basically give target creature plus three, plus three till end of turn. So just a very nice little utility land. You can find it various ways. Hopefully I'll draw into it. Otherwise, you know, it, it's just a nice little way to be able to get an additional three damage, kind of the way Skarg the Rage Pits would work if, if I could run that in this deck. Um... Hashep Oasis is like a giant growth on a land. You pay three mana, sacrifice a desert, and give a target creature plus three, plus three. So that's kind of in the same vein of the giant growth effects that you're looking for. For sure, for sure. Oh, Detection Tower. That was the other one I was thinking of. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Arcane Lighthouse, <clears throat> uh, you know, similar style effect to that. Yeah, I don't know about Dryad Arbor. It just doesn't, I don't think it really fits the theme. 
of the, of this deck necessarily. Um, hmm, still looking through a lot of obviously forests. That's kind of important in my uh, mono green deck. Um, that's really that's next level. Sometimes <laughs> you do have to remind MJ to run basic lands that produce the colored mana of his commander. He doesn't always do that. <laughs> oh, Peter, you can't possibly <laughs> be talking about that deck you dared me to build, right? <clears throat> but actually, something that I think a lot more people probably should be playing, or at least something I do like to play, lands that I can sacrifice to blow up someone else's land. So strip mine is extremely expensive. I'm not really interested in necessarily paying that much. I mean, I guess I could proxy it, but... I think a lot of people sleep on Ghost Quarter, honestly. Uh, it's a land that tap dad colorless, or you can tap it and sacrifice to destroy target land. Again, it doesn't say non-basic land, it just says target land. And its controller may search their library for a basic land card, put it on the battlefield, then shuffle their library. So I just really like the ability for Ghost Quarter to just come down immediately, tap for mana, and then you can just blow up any sort of land out there. And it's honestly so much cheaper than Strip Mine. You can get a copy for about a buck. It's a, it's a great card. I think more people should be playing it, honestly. Uh, let's see, what other really good things are there out there? Um, do, 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 what else is really cool? So many cool lands that I wish I could play. <laughs> yeah, there's uh, there's that there's a very expensive land, I believe, but it's like a Yavimaya land that regenerates or something. Yavimaya's Hollow, maybe? I'm not sure. Yavimaya's it's like green hollow? to regenerate your commander. With Uamori, it's extremely good if you're trying to protect your Voltron commander. Oh, definitely, definitely. Because, again, regeneration effects have, you know, not always been the best, especially when there was a huge string of cards that would turn off regeneration. But I think in a lot of commander games, you can kind of get away with that, too. Uh, Colony Garden is another one, another non-basic that I probably put in here because while it does come in tapped, it does create a 0-1 green plant creature token which actually can be relevant at certain points in this deck, especially for um, you know, utilizing that overwhelming stampede the overrun effect, all of a sudden that colony garden plant token becomes fairly large and I can utilize that for, for various things and <clears throat> just so many these, di different cool things. I love all the hidden blockers too in, that, in the deck that you're putting like colony garden, centaur glade that become creatures like their lands that turn to creatures so that people you can protect yourself from the legendary creatures you're giving to your opponents if they have one so you can kind oh, yeah. of mitigate that a little yeah bit. And, I, and i'm gonna be running a couple of different fogs in here because I'm, I'm just that kind of guy honestly yeah that makes sense and even moss warp bridge actually isn't the worst thing to have either uh the one of the hideaway lands i may play the exile card uh, without paying its mana cost of creatures i control i have total power 10 or greater iwamori is already up to five so Moss War Bridge is just a really nice kind of a blue effect, I think, to be able to just hide a card away and then be able to, to get it at a later time. So, yeah, there's just so many different cool things that I can do with uh, with actually not having to spend a lot of money. I can even run Okina Temple to the Grandfathers, which was from, let's see, Champions of Kamigawa. It's a little bit expensive now, but if a green and a tap target legendary creature gets plus one, plus one till end of turn, and again, it just is target legendary creature there, Peter. I don't have to use it on my own commander. Nice. <laughs> you see, I'm I'm the kind of guy who would... I have killed someone with a tainted strike uh, with someone else attacking. So I have been known to, to do that now. I, I don't do it anymore, but I have uh, done that once before. So I, I, I feel like... Uh, yeah, Okina might actually really work with this deck just because I'm I'm forcing my opponents to put down those 
uh, put down their legendaries out of their hands, hopefully get some spicy stuff and then hit each other with uh, with their own creatures. Yeah, let's see if I can put you on the spot here. So another reason I chose uh, Uomori is because he is from the original Kamigawa. And of course, we just visited New Kamigawa. So is there anything from New Kamigawa you think would go in the deck? New Kamigawa. Uh, let's take a yeah, look. Yeah, really shall putting we? you on the spot this Man. time. Oh, hey, you, yeah. you know what? I, I asked for it, Peter. You're, you are delivering excellently. I think that uh, <clears throat> I think that, that is honestly quite perfect. Um, Kura the Boundless Sky is interesting. Not necessarily for just the... But, I mean, a 4-4 body with flying and death touch, that just makes me very, very happy. Because if people have been listening long enough, you know that I love death touch. Uh, it's one of my favorite keywords, if not my favorite key, favorite keyword. And, uh, you know, a big 4-4 dragon with very relevant abilities for a decent mana cost, and then also allowing you to put some lands in your hand if you're running out of yeah. lands, or more importantly, I think, putting an XX green spirit creature token on the battlefield where X is the number of lands you control. Well, if I'm already running Black Blade Reforged and various other things, well, now Sorry. that spirit can, you know, be fairly large. I mean, I could probably even run Savala in this deck uh, if I wanted to. You know, with all the big beaters I could be putting in here, or you know, at least the beefier things I could have out there. So, that that's one thing I would potentially put in there. Let's see, what else out of the set? Obviously, Tamio Safekeeping. I really like this card. Target permanent you control yeah. gets hexproof and destructible until on turn you gain two life. Just a really, really good common out of the set that I would definitely throw in there. Because again, let's be honest, people are going to try to blow up Iwamori. So, or just any of my equipment that I may be using. So I want to make sure that my stuff is protected. So, but again, that, that that's I feel like that's kind of cheating, you know? Nonsense. No, no, no. It makes perfect sense. Uh, Fade into Antiquity is another really nice card, another common. So you can exile target artifact or enchantment for two and a green. I feel like green kind of struggles with the exile effects. You kind of have to dip into the colorless side of things, the scour into existence type cards. And Fade into Antiquity just doesn't care. It'll just straight up exile something. Mm -hmm. So that's that's really nice right there. There aren't a, a lot of other green cards in that set that I think really necessarily fit uh, with what I'm trying to do. Um, again, I, I think maybe Besaju reaches Skyward, uh, an enchantment for three and a green might actually work. Getting some forest in my hand putting a land card on my graveyard on top of my library if I do have any, and then turning into, again, another creature that gets plus one, plus one for each land I control and reach, which could be quite useful for my commander, maybe. Uh, so I, I don't know necessarily if the new Kamigawa has a lot of pieces for the set. I think that uh, a lot of the cards I really... I mean, a lot of the cards I've really talked about here have been out for a long time. They just yes. they haven't necessarily had the, the right amount of publicity, you know? <laughs> of course of course mj always got to dig deep for the jankiest of jank to display totally <laughs> well i think it's a pretty sweet deck you got going here like we said you know we have our obvious voltron package to put on our huge 5-5 trampler we have plenty of contingencies for the legendary creatures we may or may not be handing out depending on how our opponents build our deck we have a small human tribal package coming in with a champion of Lamholt and friends, as well as some pump spells that uh, we can name human for. And uh, maybe, maybe if MJ decides to type into his dark side, um, he will, uh, he'll put some infect cards in there as well. 
to try and get people with Mori. So uh, I, I think you did pretty good, MJ. What do you think? How was it to be on the other side? Oh, man. You know, I, I, I asked this of myself and I said, you know, I really want to do a lightning build myself because I know that uh, it's a really fun experience for everyone who's on here. And I have a lot of fun being the host. And I knew there was no one better to, to do to do the other side of the, 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 the hosting chair than Peter, honestly. He just has that way of... Uh, of just knowing how to simultaneously really get me excited about magic while also really getting under my skin. So, <laughs> so you know what, what Peter? I, say? I have a gift. Congratulations. <laughs> you really are pretty awesome, but you also piss me off sometimes. So, <laughs> nah, we're, we're all cool about that, though. Thank you. Thank you, MJ, for letting me take over the mic. Uh, I will let you do the outro so that uh, you can make sure we hit all of the patrons properly. And uh, hopefully I didn't miss anybody in the intro, but you'll definitely get them in the outro and uh, and do the wrap up here. For sure. For sure. Thank you so much, Peter, for uh, taking over the host seat. It's been really awesome having you on here. But again, before you leave, can you tell the people where you actually can be found on the Internet? Because uh, spoiler alert, Mono Blackboarder doesn't actually exist. <laughs> that's correct but yeah did a pretty a pretty good job of uh of faking the alternative the alternative peter the uh the altered reality peter uh you can find me on twitter at mono white border um and then from there you can also find my blog uh which has all my musings on mono white it's mono white um and yeah so if you ever are curious about how can i play mono white in commander uh, stumble on over to Twitter and check out check out my ramblings. You know what, Peter? I think I'm gonna give you the outro too. I I, I just want to have the genuine reaction of hearing you do the intro and the outro. You finish what you started, you know? Oh, I don't know what the outro is. Uh... Figure something out. <laughs> <laughs> this has art. been another episode. <laughs> this has been another episode of the MTG. Don't forget the patrons. Podcast. Uh, there's patrons whose names exist. <laughs> the patrons oh mr no. big Benz, anomaly draco lucian neo royal nick s infamous fridge frugal brutal and jen of the filthy mtg casuals thank you for supporting mj so that i can come on his podcast <laughs> and uh be goofy and uh yeah so thanks everybody have a great rest of your day later